Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today we will read 1 Kings chapter 11 from the Jesus Bible and Abbey Edition. Review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. Solomon's wives. King Solomon, however, loved many foreign women besides Pharaoh's daughter, Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians, and Hittites. They were from nations about which the Lord had told the Israelites, You must not intermarry with them, because they will surely turn your hearts after their gods. Nevertheless, Solomon held fast to them in love. He had seven hundred wives of royal birth and three hundred concubines, and his wives led him astray. As Solomon grew old, his wives turned his heart after other gods. And his heart was not fully devoted to the Lord, his God, as the heart of David his father had been. He followed Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and Molech, the detestable god of the Ammonites. Though Solomon did evil in the eyes of the Lord, he did not follow the Lord completely, as David his father had done. On a hill east of Jerusalem, Solomon built a high place for Shemash, the detestable god of Moab, and for Molech, the detestable god of the Ammonites. He did the same for all his foreign wives, who burned incense and offered sacrifices to their God. The Lord became angry with Solomon because his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. Although they had forbidden Solomon to follow their God, Solomon did not keep the Lord's command. So the Lord said to Solomon, Since this is your attitude and you have not kept my com- covenant and my decrees, which I commanded you, I will most certainly tear the kingdom away from you and give it to one of your subordinates. Nevertheless, for the sake of David your father, I would not do it during your lifetime. I would tear it out of the hands of your son. Yet I would not tear the whole kingdom from him, but I will give him one tribe for the sake of David, my servant, and for the sake of Jerusalem, which I have chosen. Solomon's Adversaries Then the Lord raised up Solomon's an adversary, Hadad the Edomite, from the royal line of Edom. Earlier, when David was fighting with Edom, Joab, the commander of the army, who had gone up to bury the dead, had struck down all the men in Edom, Joab and all the Israelites stayed there for six months until they had destroyed all the men in Edom. But Hadad, still only a boy, fled to Egypt with some Edomite officials who had served his father. They set out from Midian and went to Paran. Then taking people from Paran with them, they went to Egypt, to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who gave Hadad a house and land and provided him with food. Pharaoh, who was pleased with Hadad that he gave him a sister of his own wife, Queen Tephpenes, in marriage, the sister of Tapines bore him a son named Genubath, whom Tapines brought up in the royal palace. There, Genubath lived with Pharaoh's own children. While he was in Egypt, Hadad heard that David rested with his ancestor and that Joab, the commander of the army, was also dead. Then Hadad said to Pharaoh, Let me go, that I may return to my country. What have you lacked here that you want to go back to your own country? Pharaoh asked. Nothing, Hadad replied, but do let me go. And God raised up against Solomon, another adversary. Rizan, son of Iliada, who had fled from his master, Hadad-Dezer, king of Soba. When David destroyed Soba's army, Rezan gathered a band of men around him and became their leader. They went to Damascus, where they settled and took control. Rezan was Israel's adversary as long as Solomon lived, adding to the trouble caused by Hadad. So Rezan ruled in Aram and was hostile towards Israel. Jeroboam rebels against Solomon. Also Jeroboam, son of Nebat, rebelled against the king. He was one of Solomon's officials, an Ephraimite from Serida, and his mother was a widow named Serua. Here is the account of how he rebelled against the king. Solomon had built a terrace and had filled in the gap the wall of the city of David, his father. Now Jeroboam was a man of standing 
And when Solomon saw how well the young men did his work, he put him in charge of the whole labor force of the tribes of Joseph. About that time, Jeroboam was going out of Jerusalem, and Ahijah, a prophet of Shiloh, met him on the way, wearing a new cloak. The two of them were alone out in the country. Ahijah took hold of the new cloak he was wearing and tore it into twelve pieces. Then he said to Jeroboam, Take ten pieces for yourself, for this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. See, I am going to tear the kingdom out of Solomon's hand and give you ten tribes. But for the sake of my servant David in the city of Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, he will have one tribe. I will do this because they have forsaken me and worship Astoreth, the goddess of Sidonians, Shemosh, the god of the Moabites, and Molech, the god of Ammonites, and have not walked in obedience to me, nor done what is right in my eyes, nor kept my decrees and laws as David, Solomon's father, did. But I would not take the whole kingdom out of Solomon's hand. I have made him ruler all the days of his life for the sake of David, my servant, whom I choose and who obeyed my commands and decrees. I will take the kingdom from his son's hands and give it to you ten tribes. I will give one tribe to his son, so that David, my servant, may always have a lamp before me in Jerusalem, the city where I choose to put my name. However, as for you, I will take you, and you will rule over all that your heart desires. You will be king over Israel. You do whatever I command you, and walk in obedience to me, and do what is right in my eyes by obeying my decrees and commands, as David, my servant, did. I will be with you. I will build you a dynasty as enduring as the one I built for David, and will give you Israel to you. I will humble David's descendants because of this, but not forever. Solomon tried to kill Jeroboam, but Jeroboam fled to Egypt to Shishak, the king, and stayed there until Solomon's death. Solomon's death. As for the other events of Solomon's reign, all he did and the wisdom he displayed, are they not written in the book of the Annals of Solomon? Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel forty years. Then he rested with his ancestors and was buried in the city of David his father. And Rehoboam his son succeeded him as king. This is the end of 1 Kings chapter 11. So we see the story of Solomon's wives, Solomon's adversaries that are raised against Solomon because he walked away from the Lord and started worshiping other gods because of all the many wives he had from other cultures and religion and beliefs. Jeroboam rebels against Solomon. So here we see the start of the tearing up of the kingdom. And basically Solomon's son is only going to have one tribe, the tribe of Judah. So let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for your blessings. Thank you for everything you give us. Father, thank you for your son, Jesus, who came from the tribe of Judah and who kept your commands and who was sinless and gave up his life for us so that we could have everlasting life. Lord, we thank you and we love you and we can never repay you. We pray and we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. This is the end of First Kings chapter 11. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of 1 Kings chapter 11. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.